Welcome to Muffed Movies, where we act out your favorite films using only our memories, our voices, and some tiny notes. I'm your host, Mark Soloff, and this episode was recorded on February 20th, 2022, with special guest Dave Stecco. Where do we leave off? I remember we were at uh, the nightclub and talked about jizz. <laughs> we talked about jizz. Um, yeah, I think that... Um, I think we, yeah, we were just discussing the nightclub is like when your name is Max and you're on the road and everyone's angry and toe cutters guy. And you think you're not going to get mad, but just you wait and see. Boy, this Sheila can really sing, can't she, Max? <laughs> yeah, I guess she can. I'm glad you took me here, Goose. This is great music. <laughs> I'm going to fuck her later. Well, it's implied. <laughs> <laughs> it's strongly implied. Heavily implied, eh? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, implied? <laughs> yeah, I know what that means. <laughs> yeah, so because I've 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 touched a booby. <laughs> I'm not talking about the bird. <laughs> um, you sure? <laughs> I I think if so, I listen to a lot of Australian podcasts. Weirdly enough. Um, and their video games, I think, have historically been highly censored. Uh, so I wonder if their film is as well. And that's why Mad Max hmm. is such a, like, we're going to fucking rape this Bible. And then, like, <laughs> cuts to a trash can on fire. And it's like, I can't believe he did that thing to the Bible. <laughs> to that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's not spell it out. <laughs> But they also like. I mean, the movie opens with just people fucking. That's true. Maybe, maybe they're more evolved people than us, and they're yeah. like sex. They're like sex. sex who cares? Yeah, it's, it's a yeah. beautiful. Uh, uh, it's a beautiful. Uh, it's. There's a couple from uh, Adelaide. I'd, I'd like. <laughs> I'd like to introduce you to. <laughs> I wish I had a really good Jeff Goldblum because he's such a, a beautiful, unctuous creature. Uh, but I don't. Yeah. Right. So, okay, they were in the nightclub. Um. Oh, no, the Twi'lek phenomenon is thrown down into the rancor pit. <laughs> I uh, I was going to sleep with that Sheila with the uh, tentacles on her head, but I suppose I will instead uh, sleep with this lady who's uh, singing about the road in gasoline, petrol. She's been around the world. It's <laughs> a good idea. Uh, hey, Goose, just uh, briefly looking out the window. That's not your motorcycle that some punks are sabotaging right now, is it? Not even with turning my head, my friend. I'm too busy staring at this singer. <laughs> By the way, I just got this tattoo. It says live forever. Don't write the goose off until you see his terminally burned body in the ICU. You and I are going to be best friends until the day you deny me when I'm in my greatest need. <laughs> <laughs> Clink. Smash cut. It's, the, it's that damn dirty road. The, the, the nice, crisp Australian morning... He's the taking... venomous serpents have gone back <laughs> into their hidey holes, just coated with blood and viscera. He he is he's taking what the uh, the main force patrol calls an air shower, because he <laughs> reeks of it. Every every nook and cranny of goose is pungent. 
Oh, he Kills is the priest. <laughs> so he's just going as fast as he can, just trying to trying to outrun, outrun the sin. Outrun the sin. <laughs> <laughs> he's having a good time making that hairpin turn, which he makes all the time. Mm -hmm. No problem, no sweat, totally easy. When suddenly, from within the bowels of his motor cycle, and it does a flippity floop, throwing goose. <laughs> oh man, goose rolls and is fine. <laughs> yeah, he just he's dazed. He's uh, trying to radio for backup, but he's just holding just the radio on a wire. But that does not stop goose because when you're rolling with the goose, you roll with the whole flock, and he's got buddies they got trucks it's midge the tow truck driver who shows up Good eye. definitely <laughs> definitely an actor and not just some man that they put in front of the camera because he owned a tow truck i mean he didn't even own a tow truck he just owned a truck yeah and and there's like some sort of like abusive power dynamic to their relationship because yeah. he's just like yeah, I'll have this truck back to you in a week or so. Piss off. I'm going to drive away now. Now, you're left where I was left when I called for help, but I don't seem wildly concerned about it because the ghost doesn't turn back. That's right. So, um, somewhere between camera cuts, the motorcycle is loaded into Midge's, the back of Midge's truck. Goose flipping his famous bird uh, outside. <laughs> Out the window, cracking a Jägermeister, drives off in a puff of dust and dirt, grit spraying the face of Midge, who is left behind with just a hobo's bindle in a dream. And just muttering to himself about what good friends he is with Goose. I'm going to marry that man. <laughs> there goes my mate, Goose. That don't make him like old Goosey. <clears throat> Forward cut. Jump cut. To old Goosey, driving down the road. Dry gulch cut. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, even though Goose is using a, a non-standard vehicle, he's still on patrol. You're not going to stop the Goose Man. Yeah. And he, he's driving that truck, whistling a merry tune, when suddenly we see from the overpass the Johnny the Boy. <laughs> the devil himself. Who? Toe cutters, <laughs> henchmen. Johnny the Boy, uh, established junkie, recipient of multiple head wounds, has a hard time walking a straight line. Well, guess what? This is why they have him in the band, because. He's got one skill, and it is timing the exact velocity and direction of a truck. No one else could make this shot but Johnny the Boy. Paradoxically, Johnny the Boy has impeccable aim, and he just shot puts uh, a heavy metal drum brake, because everything in this universe is all about cars and shit through the windshield of the truck that Goose is driving. Goose screams, and the truck whinnies. <laughs> the truck rears back on its back tires <laughs> and rolls over dead, falling down the side of the ditch 
and leaving Goose suspended, helpless, under the overturned vehicle, just getting a shower of gasoline. Which he is quite, quite thankful for because he's still... <laughs> Anything's better than That's what, what he was wearing. Australian aftershave. <laughs> and uh, who should approach the vehicle but Johnny the boy? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the foot's on the, the shoe, hey Goose? <laughs> <laughs> now, Johnny, I need you to do me a favor. <laughs> As a member of this here scooter nomad. Loose conclave under my general jurisdiction, but not exclusive. Sure, I'd, li- <laughs> I'd like you to light my cigarette for me, please. <laughs> uh, okay, boss. Anything you say. <laughs> no, no, Johnny. I need you to light my cigarette with this match. This match, boss? He pulls up a match, and it is made out of the preserved tissue of Johnny's dead mama. No, no, just this regular match then, please. Johnny, now you're learning. Lighting my cigarette was just a uh, clever ruse. And you fallen <laughs> for it, because now you're holding a burning match. And I Excuse me, <laughs> did somebody call for clever ruse? <laughs> Says the academic faculty member of kangaroos that just happened to be passing by. We're botanists. Not you, clever ruse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I understand the misunderstanding. Not since clever girls have <laughs> I been so rudely interrupted. <laughs> yeah, we're the clever girls. <laughs> so I'm going to slowly explain what I'd like you to do with that burning, very small match that you're holding in your hand. First, okay. rather than blow it out, I'd like you to turn 180 degrees from where you currently stand. And then, using a protective but forceful motion, <laughs> throw that match at that, that man that reeks of indiscriminate sex. Uh, but, but, but Toe Cutter, that's, that's straight up moida. I don't want to do that. I'm, I'm just a fun-time junkie who likes, you know, uh, sticking beats up other guys' asses. Let me tell you the story of another fun-time junkie I once knew. Yeah. His name was Knight Rider. Oh, Knight Rider. And he is revered more than makes any reasonable sense. And so <laughs> I think you know that you've got to kill that man unless you'd like a bit of a kerfuffle scuffle. <laughs> and then at that point, Toe Cutter starts rapidly moving laterally. <laughs> like a crab. Like a, like a crab. You want your toes cut? I, I Toe Cutter. <laughs> Pulls off one of his black leather gloves, revealing his crab claw, which he uses to cut said toes. Aye, aye, sniffy, sniffy. In the midst of the scuffle and the protection of, of Johnny the boy's toes, the match flies straight at the poon-drenched, gasoline-soaked <laughs> goose. Affleck! Goose goes up in a jet of glorious Australian fire. And Johnny the boy has taken his first soul. You know what? Something that bothers me about this is I saw Mythbusters a while back where they were like, in movies, people always throw in cigarettes into gasoline puddles and igniting it. 
and they showed that that doesn't work. I'm pretty sure it's true for just a match. I think a match would do it if it was regular gas. If it was diesel, it wouldn't. What's the difference between regular gas and diesel? Diesel has a much higher ignition temperature. It's why they use it, and it's thicker. Like, you could mm-hmm. you could just throw lit matches into diesel, and it will not light. Huh. You hear that, listeners? Challenge. <laughs> Go to your local gas station, get a bucket of diesel, and start throwing matches. Excuse me, my good man. Where do you keep your buckets of diesel? <laughs> I have something of a TikTok challenge to engage in. <laughs> oh, the likes! <clears throat> I, sir, am an influencer. <laughs> Conflagration cut. Oh. Vocab to L'Hospital. Inside L'Hospital, we can see um, Fifi LaRue standing, arms crossed, with a just grim sourpussness upon his masculine face. Just a, just a brooding sexual sadness. Yeah, his his mustache is damp with the tears of a strong man. <laughs> the the other members of the main force patrol leaning up against the wall so that they can alternately kick it or hit it whenever the emotion seeks, seeks to overwhelm them. A snap jumps right in front of Fifi. Where is he? Where's my partner? No, Lord there, Max. They say something that you want to see. I'm going to just, I'm going to stand here quite still and try to convince you that you you don't want to go in there. And that's Fifi's final word on it. (laughs) Uh, Fifi glances at the door, then back again to where Max is standing, and all he sees is a spinning hubcap. (laughs) Oh, goddammit. Smash cut. Interior of the burn ward room. We see, like, some sort of a hammer horror film. Um, The body of Goose is totally draped and obscured by a cloth that is suspended over him, not touching him. And Goose is just still, still that old, that old Goose. He's doing obscene puppet shows. He doesn't know no one was in the room. So he's really just, he's like in the third act of like a very erotic play. He's listening to a cassette of the Adam Sandler sketch, sex or weightlifting, just like trying to. (laughs) Find any erotic outlets he can <laughs> without actually touching his own body. And uh, Max approaches the 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 tent, the sheet tent, carefully, and then slowly. Max sets an entire dinner set on top of the sheet. With mounting tension and rising horror, Max grabs the sheet with one hand, and with one lightning quick yank, foos. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly intact dining set, miraculously still on there. The sentient beef jerky just writhing on the bed that is never shown directly because who's got that kind no. of money? Oh, Max, it's so good to see you again. <laughs> Give your old pal Goose a big, big hug. <laughs> Closing his eyes in anticipation of Max's gentle but reassuring embrace, 
Peach simply hears a splintering sound to see the exact perfect cutout of Max Rokotansky's body on the door. <laughs> and another hubcap spinning. <laughs> Where's he getting all these blooming hubcaps? Smash cut to my favorite place in the whole movie, Captain <laughs> Fifi McAfee's home. He's got a <laughs> uh, real open door policy. <laughs> I don't even know if he has a door. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Captain Fifi McAfee stands in sort of the entryway of his apartment, uh, tending to his indoor garden, because even though he could beat the fuck out of the devil himself, He's a nurturing and gentle giant taking care of his azaleas. And still wearing his kerchief. Yeah. His his signature kerchief, which honestly, up till that point, I realized had been mostly blending into his black leathers, but it was there. But guess what? It's not blending in anymore. Oh, no. Captain Fifi McAfee is only wearing kerchief and black Leather pants. Just such a leather daddy. There is no other way. <laughs> His insolent explain. nipples staring holes through Max. <laughs> I really hope that that was the actor's choice and the director was uncomfortable with it, but he's like, we need him. He's <laughs> one of three actors that we have in this movie. We Everyone thought we were going to do people. other takes, but we ran out of film that day. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive. And he's like, now you listen to me. I'll only be in your film if I can show a little bit of skin, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, no. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, okay. Sorry, sir. Anyway, <laughs> Max shows up. <laughs> uh, are you decent, sir? <laughs> no more than usual, Maxie. <laughs> you see these pink little blinkers? And then he does a little peck dance. Do, 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 do. Very impressive, sir. Thank you. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I'm even going to the best part. Do, 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 do. <laughs> wow, you, I don't know how you got them to change sides, but you must be very strong in the pectorals. Um, oh, indeed sir, I am. <clears throat> look, I don't want to mince words. Um, I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> he hands uh, a resignation letter all folded up into uh, Fifi's giant basketball-sized palm. <laughs> He just, uh, Fifi just engulfs his hand and then the, the envelope disappears <laughs> into the, the deep creases and folds of his leathery hand. <laughs> into his lifeline. <laughs> no, nobody breaks up with Fifi. Now I know it's just, we've all been there. You've got a best friend for life and he gets burnt to a crisp, but he's not quite dead. And so you say loudly enough for him in the hospital at the lowest emotional place that that is not your friend anymore. So you've turned your back on him. You've really burned the, one of the most stable bridges of your entire life. And you think maybe I should quit my job and break up with old Fifi. That's correct, sir. I, I, I just feel like, um, being Mel Gibson, if I continue on the path that I'm on, it's not going to be very long before I am a raving psychopath on the road. And, uh, you know, I'll be no better than the criminals that I bring in. I'll be a terminal psycho, sir. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To quote the bar. We don't, we don't just bandy. We don't just bandy that about. All right. I mean, we save those words. But it's important for you to consider staying around. I mean, listen. 
It's not like you're going to end up like some man with half a face. All right. A little deep cut there for you. Uh, yeah, okay, um, sir, look, I, you can't tell me I'm not allowed to quit. It's still a free country, maybe. I'm just gonna walk away from you down these several flights of impressionistic stairs. And I'm gonna be shouting at you every step of the way. Tell you what, instead of quitting, why don't you just go on a nice, life-affirming road trip with your family? Nothing, nothing crazy. Take three weeks and then come back. You still want to quit? I'll help tear your jacket in half, which is typically <laughs> how we do it here. Uh, well, that's very generous of you, sir. I forget that we're not in America where vacation time is pried from the employer's cold, <laughs> dead hands. <coughs> yeah, I just uh, dropped three weeks on you like it was nothing. Yeah, and we have, like, I don't know, two other cops available on the force. By the way, Rook's partner, Charlie, we didn't mention this, but but he got a, a saucer, a saucer in the throat when he got into that car accident. You never saw it, of course. And now he speaks with a, a laryngitis. Exactly. He speaks with a didgeridoo. Which... <laughs> it's very on brand. It's very on brand. Smell you later, dickbag. Woo! <laughs> Mad Max slides down the banister of the remaining three levels of stairs. And despite getting what he wanted out of this discussion, Fifi just keeps berating him the whole way down. Yeah, it's like like these cops, much like Goose with wanting to keep Johnny the boy in custody, these cops like have no diplomacy. They They have one idea, and they will doggedly stick to it at all costs regardless of how the circumstances pan out listen that's the way the road gets to you it gets inside your head you get asphalt brain <laughs> it's literally cause of death for like four people a, a week you're not gonna quit you'll go on vacation you hear me max <laughs> you'll be back after three weeks vacation you can't quit it's in your bones you love it you're a fucking psychopath <laughs> 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 Honey, stop. <laughs> Sorry, it's just a mate from work. <laughs> so, smash cut. Vacation Montag. Gonna buy a new dog. And intermittently, the child is nowhere to be seen. But then the child's back there and it's gone again. <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, Max and Jenny, they're just having a good old time. They, like, they legitimately, he's wearing fucking khakis. They're having, yeah. like, a fine, normal world vacation. Yeah, they went not to, the like, apocalypse. Australia's Vermont. Like, they, everything is just <clears throat> very chill. Uh, welcome, uh, Max and, uh, Jenny, uh... <laughs> To my uh, scrapyard and uh, auto mechanic shop, I am Australian Bernie Sanders. Uh, welcome to Australian Vermont. Anyway, on the side, when I'm not being political, I like to fix people's cars, tires, what have you. Uh, we have very reasonable rates because we're very fair. Uh, we believe in a fair wage for a fair day's work. Uh, so anyway, I see that your tire has suffered from a little too much vacation fun. Yeah, can we just have the, the, the tire fixed then? Just just the tire. I, I would appreciate it if you didn't... I, I see that you're walking over to the car to get far mm -hmm. too close to my wife. Mm 
Mm. Uh, mm. A little kiss, good. And uh, <laughs> and Australian Bernie Sanders starts like rooting through the possessions of Max's family, just like Yoda going through Luke Skywalker's shit when they first meet, just looking at like power bars and like sniffing them and throwing them over his shoulder, like looking at road flares, laughing about it, like trying to take a bite out of the dog. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> the, the, the dog uh, bites onto his arm and he starts whacking the dog with a comically small walking stick. <laughs> mine, 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 or I will help you not. Uh, Max, this guy is awesome, but I'm going to go get ice cream. So we'll just leave you here with, with Australian Jawa. <laughs> Uh, Utiti, and uh, <laughs> uh, have fun uh, driving on that donut with your car. Uh, I'm sure that uh, the car will be in great shape for the rest of this picture, and uh, you enjoy your ice cream. Away. So, so down the the road, the the car, and the road is this is the the weirdest part of the road where it's like an area. It's like Venice, but in reverse. Where everything's water, but it's where Venice. It's Venice. It's just it's just a series of of one lane roads out onto the water. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand any of that. But while Max is dealing with uh, Australian Bernie Sanders, she she just pulls that sweet custom and partially uh, spray painted airbrushed whatever Australian transit vans they're driving, she she runs afoul of some nomadic scoot trash. It's a, it's a, it's a subdivision of the larger congregation. <coughs> it's not a separate synod, but definitely there's some, some ecclesiastical differences between yeah. other... Okay. It's clear that they're plutonium road skags. <laughs> And these razor boys are not not on board for a bad time. They're here to have yeah. some chuckles, and they're here to get sharp. Um, so, <laughs> so um, Jenny from the block walks out of the ye old ice cream shop having a vanilla soft serve, the white people's choice. <laughs> Just enjoying her ice cream. Didn't get any for the boy. Fuck him. (laughs) What'll it be, Jenny? Ah, nothing too spicy. Yeah, so she's walking back to the locked car with its windows up in the Australian summer where she has her toddler (laughs) securely ensconced, just boiling. When suddenly, Toe Cluster emerges from the dirt becoming uh the hideous man that we all know he could be and this is this is the moment in the film where you wonder if which was made first warriors or this movie because yes. there's there's a lot of dna crossing over between the two something about the 80s and hoodlums like <laughs> <laughs> like doing a high pitched laugh and doing like vaguely comical harassment of people like dancing with each other and then yeah. like sticking a knife up someone's nose you know any like, any kind of zoo sound mm-hmm. like any animal recreation is now like 
very dark and foreboding coming from these these hooligans from the hooliganery. Mm-hmm. So the um, hooligan in chief himself, Toe Cutter, uh, unseen by our hapless heroine, starts doing a frightening animal sound. <laughs> <laughs> In Australia, uh, a straw in a in a McDonald's cup, they just roam wild. <laughs> I was gonna say, listeners, if you can identify the animal, you're a better man than me. Even if you're a woman, <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you my balls. <laughs> you can have them. Um, Jenny wheels around. <gasps> it's the the uh, horrible, messed up, eyebrowed face of Toe Cutter. He gives her a charming and evil leer. Do you mind if I slowly get closer to your ice cream with a weird sniffing? (laughs) Like a prey animal spotted by a predator, she freezes in place, ice cream in one trembling hand. Nice. Anytime. Ice cream, you know, me dear old mother loved ice cream, and she used to discipline me with an ice cream scoop. Do you want to know how she did it, me love? (laughs) The toe cutter gets real close to Jenny's ear. She used to stick that scoop right in me eye socket, and she used to say, Scoops up, playboy. (laughs) She was a real sick fuck. (laughs) And I said that this very day, as a grown man, I can't say I entirely understood what she was getting at. (laughs) Scoops up, playboy, says Jenny, traumatizing Toe Cutter for just a second before shoving the soft serve directly into his eye. Oh, he cries And if you think that's all the shoving Jenny's got... You forgot to check her knee, which is currently shoved entirely through his pelvis. Oh, shit. She gives him the people's knee. The double (laughs) shove. Oh, he is staggered, and he suffers two rounds of stun damage. (laughs) The rest of the the, the gang were held in his psychic thrall, also stunned (laughs) at the, the moment of his suffering, giving Jenny just enough time to just rip shit across the hood of the car, get in, realize she's in Australia, scoot back to the side she started on, and just throw the car into reverse, and away she goes. Jesus fucking Christ, Ma! They're coming after us! Says, um, Sprog. Sprog. (laughs) Little Sproggy. Oh, his first words. Oh, no. Cheese it, Ma. These shit sniffs are almost on us. <laughs> uh, Jenny looks in her rearview mirror, and she sees Condolini, the red-leathered Lothario, uh, <laughs> swinging a grappling hook on a chain um, at the station wagon. He manages to Batman-like uh, tether the hook to the, I don't know, ski rack on top of the car. Aha! Ah, uh, Kondalini has you now! But then, in a sudden move of logic, <laughs> Jenny 
lays down the hammer. The car accelerates, and Kundalini is pulled from his motorcycle. He rolls across the dusty ground, clutching his arm. Did something happen to it? Now, here in the movie... Here in the movie is something we'd like to take a break. It's a real teachable moment, okay? (laughs) If you are going to try to subdue a moving object, motorcycle, car, bus, what have you, with a grappling hook perfectly within your rights, make sure that grappling hook is not anchored to your person. Because honestly, whatever it is, a wagon full of rocks, a car, one of those big Harley-Davidson tricycles, it's going to win. You need to anchor that to something substantial, preferably metal or concrete, if you are hoping to subdue that that uh, that item. And, you know, it's a teachable moment for all of us. And I just hope you take this one little nugget with you as you go up on your merry way. Thank you, St. Paul. St. <laughs> <laughs> Paul returns to his cloud. <laughs> Kundalini is now writhing on a bloody spot. But we're still unsure what happened to him because that's the way this movie goes. <laughs> Everything's just off camera. You think they'll have that on the tour? <laughs> Says Frog. <laughs> Jurassic Cut to Australian Bernie Sanders car yard. <laughs> Jenny just um, screeches hell for leather. Is that the expression? It's hell bound for leather. Hell, what is hell bound for leather? What the hell does that even mean? You're know. more you're more street than I am. Do you know what that means? <laughs> well, here in Iowa, <laughs> it's a phrase we use a lot. I have no idea. I feel like you, out of out of most people I know, know a lot of like folksy idioms <laughs> I, I I probably do but I've never considered that <laughs> I mean it's just like a, a consequence of like where I grew up and you know like my my parents and my lame suburban environment um, you know and then move into a real liberal city like Chicago <laughs> you know get a, a lot of folksy expressions but I, I seem to recall you saying something like the the like this insane clown car, funny car, <laughs> a pure diesel comedy, something like that, <laughs> describing a show that you were doing. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know expressions. <laughs> I, you know what? I actually, I did get uh, my neighbors stop me short because I, I didn't realize I used the phrase uh, "from hell to breakfast" a lot. Mm. Like, oh yeah, no, that's the the. the they just got a, a new supply of Diet Coke at the store. They got it from hell to breakfast. Uh-huh. And I've never heard that. Yeah, that's what my neighbor had said. And was like, what is, what? Are you just making them up now? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I am, but I don't know. I, I guess I could Google it, but I'm never gonna. Oh, man, this situation's a real dog sandals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you know, it's like it's like trying to brush a squirrel's tail. You know, let the cockroach do the work. <laughs> Um, what's, what, what's this? Uh, I see, I see a screaming fast automobile coming towards us. Uh, Max, is this your, your fair, uh, damsel in distress? Jesse screams into the little, the lot in front of the, the mechanic. <laughs> it absolutely destroys the easel and the, uh, the poster board that he was giving a presentation about taxation lo- limits to, uh, Whoa. Max. <laughs> Socialized health care. 
Is that a nitro burning funny car? <laughs> yeah, nitro burning funny car. <laughs> well, there's that. A nitro burning funny car. <laughs> anyway, uh, I guess I can give this presentation later. It seems that there are more pressing issues that your fair maiden has to divulge unto you. Uh, I shall take my leave of you, my lord. <laughs> all, of, all, of, all of this said to a spinning <coughs> hubcap. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, the, he's good. The, the car's a, a quarter mile down the road. Poor... <laughs> I keep wanting to call him Slago. What's Scorbus? <laughs> Scroobius Pip. Yeah. Um, uh, Spago? Sclab? Spagoblin? Scorp? Scarmit? It's me, the Spagoblin! Would you like a lavender scent? in your shoulders. <laughs> Let me warm that towel for you. <laughs> Sprog. Sprog is... Sprog, thank God. Sprog is completely unconscious in the back of the car where he has been just slamming from side to side with every fishtail <laughs> turn. It's a mosh pit of one. <laughs> uh... What, what happened? Honey, what's going on? Why, we, we didn't get our tire fixed. This car, I mean, is held together with tape and a, a, a dog's wish. <laughs> no time! <laughs> Smash cut. Two Sheriff Ziggy's driveway? Question mark? I don't know. They're outdoors. I had to do some reading about this on the wikia. And they're talking to a sheriff whose name is Ziggy. They're not in a police station. They're outside. They're, like, standing yeah. by their car. He's like you a think, professional friend? I guess. The, you know, a, a loyal brother of the lodge. Yeah. Um, who's indicated, and, I mean, his membership is his black <laughs> jacket, although that is the only piece of of main force patrol accoutrement. Yeah. Um. So here's... Mad Max pop-up fact. Um, in the original script, there was a character called the Dark One, yeah. who, who was a police officer of some authority and renown. And the story that Goose is telling to the man in the cafe about a guy getting his face ripped off is the story of how the Dark One got injured. So this character, Ziggy, everything he does, his whole character, is supposed... That originally was this person known as the Dark One. Like, who gives a shit? Not not part of the movie yet. Yeah. Until later in the film, when a character like definitely, clearly yells, "Go call the Dark One." Yeah. And then, and then, then the 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 subsequent phone call is overheard. Hi, send the Dark One. <laughs> like. <laughs> Unless there's some sort of like it follows monster that this this woman is summoning that never never is seen by the audience, it, it makes no sense. Anyway, I so li listeners, if you ever watch Mad Max and you get confused about that, there you go. There's some free info wow. For thank you because I I remembered that and it was like what I don't know. I guess the 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 dark one didn't get there in time. I don't know. Dark one stuck Who in traffic.
Yeah, who knows what what sort of tragedy could have been averted if the Dark One had been there in time. When there's trouble, you call DW. <laughs> dark One Duck. <laughs> that... <laughs> That's uh, that's the and that that's the entire message of the the Holy Church of Satan. If you're in trouble, you call the Dark One. <laughs> that's true. Speaking uh, of the Holy Church of Satan, <clears throat> Ziggy um, t- looks on the back of the car and sees hanging from the grapnel chain attached to the Studebaker <gasps> the severed, ripped-off hand of Kundalini himself given the fucking metal devil horns oh. at, in one final fuck-you gesture to society. Ride and die. Yeah. That's real weird. He must have had, like... Uh, like such a nerf wrist for for his, <laughs> and it's not just like the hand was pulled off, where you know there's a there's a a joint there that you could theoretically saw through if you were like a real sick piece of work, but it's not just that the hand it's the hand plus some of the wrist and forearm yeah well but not up to the elbow no 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 <laughs> no the elbow would not give that up and I want to see a doctor actually uh diagnose someone with nerf wrist (laughs) (laughs) yeah i almost suffered from that at uh flora's bachelor party when we were playing arrow tag you know uh i actually i was thinking about that i just bought a bow like two days ago just because you need more weapons just, but not a... not weapons that are gonna actually protect you from a dangerous person. You need weapons that are gonna protect you from like an orc, maybe. I, I need weapons that'll allow me to have rich fantasies in my head, but no real world accountability. You need weapons that you could LARP with, if only they weren't so real. <laughs> That's you just where I look live. at them longingly. I'm stuck between a, a rock and a LARP place. Ah, nice. This guy, this guy, this guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my agent says every time we get together. Sexually. (laughs) Uh, Mace farm cut. (laughs) Um, Wait, wait. Whoa, wait, dude, did I miss We missed the whole point of Ziggy. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sorry. We thought we described the point. I was wrong. Oh, I see that you have some sort of a hand stuck to the core, but don't worry about it. Old Ziggy's gonna bag it up, and if nobody asks for it, then no harm, no foul. Ziggy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your hand just hypnotizes me. That's my theme song. Do you like my Australian accent? <laughs> Yeah, so so Ziggy undermines the entire reason for having any kind of police force or justice of any kind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's like, eh, no face, no case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway. yeah, uh, so yeah, you, you you've got a hand stuck to your car, but you seem like good enough people, and uh, I honestly don't even feel like calling this in. <laughs> well, Max certainly was wise to upgrade his charisma points before they went on vacation because he and his family drive away from Ziggy without any kind of criminal charges being levied against them. 
at all. And honestly, for the next 10 minutes of the movie, they also left the kid behind. Little Osgood <laughs> is just sitting uh, propped up against a tree, just sc- screaming headaches from all the contusions in the back of the car. <laughs> yeah. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, and fortunately for the family... Uh, by talking to Ziggy, they unlocked the fast travel uh, marker <laughs> yeah. uh, to May's farm. Good old May, uh, an old country lady with a really tough demeanor, just salt-of-the-earth person, and two Forrest Gump <laughs> leg yeah. braces. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> just, you now, know... I can't tell if they were like, uh, like, oh, we cast this old woman, but she seems like too tough and fast so let's add some sort of thing that's going to slow it down or if they're like it's the apocalypse so what if she has two leg braces and you know instead of a tire for our what if in the future people against all evidence just a ridiculous amount i don't know if it's a collapse of society people stop trusting vaccines and polio somehow comes back how could that even happen that's why this is science fiction and this is why we make movies so this woman polio legs satire cut (laughs) (laughs) yeah that woman couldn't have been any more wizened already Mm. like either either she needed those braces or they were putting a hat on five hats. Yes, I think it feels like the latter to me because she does walk around a bit. Yeah, she's got a little yeah. hustle in that bustle. <laughs> know what I'm saying? So yeah, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. That is going to haunt me, Mark, for a very long time. <laughs> Next time you're making love, just think that to yourself. <laughs> oh, thank God we're done having kids. Well, <laughs> so you think. So I think. <laughs> Don't uh, underestimate the power of this guy. 